Good afternoon to both of you. Good, Good afternoon, afternoon, Thomas. How are afternoon, you, Kiri? Kiri? Fantastic. How are you? Kiri, who runs Wisebury in Penrith, and Stephen Thompson, how are you doing? Great, thank you. You're running Wisebury in? Richmond. Richmond. How's the market, guys? And lady? Hot. Good, yeah. Hot. It's great. Well, look, spring didn't mm -hmm. spring like usually it does. So everyone says, put your property on the market in spring, and it's going to be... Yeah, usually the market's flooded with properties, but mm. this particular time it hasn't been. So stock is very slow coming on. It hasn't really got the the numbers that it usually would, yeah. which then means that the demand is higher than the supply. So basically everything we're listing, we're selling. And it yeah. doesn't matter whether it's Nepean or Hawkesbury, it's just happening. Yeah, and we found some of the stock that had been sitting on our stock list for a while has now moved. So. Yeah, we don't have anything that's been on and the two, market for more than a couple of months. Probably two yeah. reasons, I guess. One, yeah. some of our sellers have become a little bit more motivated mm -hmm. because they could find other things to do yeah. because some of the other properties that might have suited them. And secondly, mm -hmm. the, the the demand is just so high out yeah. there that people are going, you know what, I wouldn't have paid that last year, but we'll just pay it now. Yeah, a lot um, of buyers I've been speaking to as well, they've been the ones coming out of the city because now they're able to work from home, so they're wanting more of a lifestyle out in the rural locations with the views and things like that. So, Yeah, that's, that's yeah. amazing. I've been hearing that quite a lot, where people have been upgrading mm -hmm. or getting out of the city. Yeah. But this is this going to last? I mean, how are we going with the stock then? Just pushing to get more stock on. I mean, we yeah. won't run out of stock. We've always got a, a good range of stock, but we're just having to get the team out on the streets and pushing and, you know, door knocking that they might not have spent as much time in the past. It's really, as agents, we're getting back to the basics. Yeah. Bringing the stock in so that we do be able to carry it through the rest and into the new year. So so for buyers out there, I mean, one of the things that you guys do is really you you work with some of them, right? So if, if a buyer is nice enough, you actually will go out there and find the right stock for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any stories you can share with us? We've got one at the moment, a, a lady that I was, yeah. I've been looking around for for a little while. Um, and, you know, she'd missed out on a couple of opportunities because she wasn't quite ready for it. Mm -hmm. But she saw the property she liked in Cambridge Park and she just grabbed it. Just went straight down into a contract straight away. We had 10 couples that opened on that day. So she knew she needed to move fast. And I must say, she moved fast. Within the five days of the cooling off period, the sold by sign was up. We had family shots there the other day with the kids and mm -hmm. honestly it, it just made you feel like it was worth chasing to find a property for them and, and that's what we do. Okay. So what about Richmond? A story out there or just how the market's going? How's the market? Look, it's just the same. I, I think we were yeah. talking about both markets really yeah, but we, we've sold more properties over the million dollar mark in the last couple of weeks than we probably had in the previous couple of months. Yeah. So what are you saying to me? People are really getting the acreages now. Look, they are because again, yeah. like you said, the city, you know, they worked out, I don't need to be sitting in Circular Quay every day of the week. So, you know, I can sell my property in Castle Hill or Parramatta or wherever it might be, move out to an acreage for the same value or, or maybe a little bit of an upgrade in a mortgage mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. Um, and we can do it via Zoom yeah. or whatever. And if we've got to go into the city, you know, once a month or once a week or whatever, it's really still not that far to do. So, and when you talk to people, I mean, people are, the COVID is on their on minds and their words, but 
it's not bad. They're going, you know what, COVID taught us, I don't need to go to work anymore. And then we've got sellers who are going, listing with us who want to sell to move over the mountain. If you talk to agents in Mudgee and Bathurst and Orange at the moment, they're saying the same thing. The market's on fire because people are moving from the Nepean and the Hawkesbury and those sort of areas over the mountain to the next level, yeah. knowing that they can still go to Sydney if they need to, but they can work from home. Yeah, they're doing something that they would have generally waited to do until closer to retirement, that they can do something like this earlier to have that work balance lifestyle as well out in the Hawkesbury or even in Penrith in some places as well. And I, and I had a so chat with, done sooner. I had a chat yeah. with a lady this morning. She's seen a property in Port Macquarie and she was referred down here to our office and, and it's a little bit far for us. So we've mm -hmm. actually just referred it to um, Joel over at Wisebury Dural because we all work as a network. Yeah. Um, and Joel's gonna look after her, but she said the exact words. She said, you know what? I can go up there, get 25 acres, leave my five acres here be 10 minutes from the beach and have a way better lifestyle. Yeah. And if my husband's got to go to Sydney every now and again, he can go stay with family. I mean, how awesome is that? That you're no longer tied to sitting at a desk in yeah. a workplace. It's good. Yeah. So in your neighbourhood though, is it easy then to convince maybe the home sellers to uh, leave and maybe it's time for them to upgrade to bigger land and, and acreages? The trouble with the Hawkesbury is a lot of us, a lot of the people are older people. So yeah. a lot of them are set in for retirement. Yeah. We had the other day, you know, we had um, one of our new staff with us um, said, what does in a pine box mean? And we said, what do you mean? And she said, people keep saying they're going to carry me out of here in a pine <laughs> box. And I said, because they intend yeah. to die there because they're yeah. never going to move. So the demography is a little bit harder but because there's an influx of younger people coming in and people wanting to upgrade to acreage, it is still creating that flow. So it's a matter of meeting the people and talking to them and we're getting there. I mean, you know, we're not a huge team out at Richmond sales wise. Yeah. So between us, we're out there getting around to the people we can and, and they're seeing the light and convincing that now is also a very good time to sell. And, you know, there's still a lot of doom and gloom out there of what 2021 is going to be like. So, I've had a few retirees even saying, you know what, we're going to cash in our money now because if 2021 turns out like the banks are predicting, we don't want to be losing, you know, yeah. a quarter of our retirement money. Let's sell now and we'll go and rent back or whatever. So there's so many options out there for people. Yeah. No, I don't want to be uh, talking doom and gloom, but is it best to buy this side of Christmas or next, uh, the other side of Christmas? I don't think it will be a difference, to be honest. I think if you see a property at the moment that suits your needs, yeah, go and buy, buy it. it. Yeah. Because that property won't be there after Christmas. No. So if what you there isn't available at the moment, then just keep looking. But if you can compromise, I don't predict, I see the banks predicting 2021, but with JobKeeper 2.0 and JobKeeper 3.0, I don't see any drops in the market if they're going to come until mid to late next year. And I say if, because I don't really feel that the Hawkesbury especially has really been affected by JobKeeper uh, and, and, and COVID necessarily, because you hear of a lot of agents in the city saying that 50 and 60% of their rent rolls have had rent claims for COVID. We had four tenants in total across our rent rolls. So it's a very different, I think it's a, just a different area and community yeah. and I we might not see the affectation that the banks are predicting. I definitely don't see it coming anytime soon. So. No. 
Now, I just want to talk so about something personal. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a young mother of three children, a I set am. of twins, and, uh, and a beautiful I'm, and, and yeah, brave young boy. <laughs> um, how, how has COVID been? How, um, how did you handle that and, and work and COVID? I worked from home for the most part. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest the hardest thing for me was um, the isolation of it. Um, my sister obviously worked in the Richmond office, so we had to, for the best interest of obviously the staff and everyone, um, I didn't really have any contact with my family because there was that cross-contamination. But pushed through, uh, <laughs> it was a bit of a challenge working from home and playing the teacher role as well. Uh, don't envy teachers at all yeah. um but yeah it we came through out the other side yes. so because that's the amazing thing is that you're a mother of three and mm-hmm. you're still running around trying to satisfy home sellers mm-hmm. and buyers that's a crazy thing yeah that's very brave i mean yeah. I, I look at steven i'm going steven only has to look after himself right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> i think the twins enjoyed coming on to like group inspection as well they oh, were yes? excited to come have a look at another obviously they stayed in the car and we tag team someone watched them while right. I was in there looking, but they enjoyed that. They actually, I think they actually missed doing that with me. So, Oh, very good. good. Is there anything else you want to add? This is the end of October. We've been having good months. I mean, our offices have been making great sales month in, month out, and been going up each and every month. We're now entering November, just before December. I, I'm still wondering whether there'll be enough housing stock for these guys that are waiting for Christmas or after or post Christmas, you know? I think the trouble is everyone is waiting. It's not only the sellers, it's the buyers. So I think the more people we talk to, the more we convince not to wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a sale fall over during the week and it was all over a shed approval and we've, it's all been sorted out now. But and, and happily, the sellers let the buyer go because the shed wasn't what he saw three weeks ago. Yeah. But do you know, we're having an open on Saturday and currently we have 30 people booked in to attend that open. Yeah, it's going to be massive. And only one person can buy that property. So, yeah. you know, we're using that to go out and try to get some more four bedrooms in that suburb because there's 29 people going to miss out. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, the right time for auction for this so, one. So, and th- th- it could be, <laughs> yeah. you know. I-, I think if the owner ha- was in a slightly different time he, he would, I think he's just happy that he'll know, he'll go to sleep on Saturday night with a signed contract. Yeah. Knowing that his property is going to sell again, yeah. But it's been crazy because people have been saying, you know, would your owner consider over asking price? But you haven't even seen the property yet. Yeah, but you said we're going with 29 others, you know. So you've got those sorts of things happening. So we'll just see what pans out on Saturday. You never know. Yeah. Um, but I think if the buyers start looking and the, the sellers start realising there's properties for them to buy, mm-hmm. obviously we are getting closer to Christmas. I mean, one or two more weeks and you'll struggle to get into a property before Christmas. So hence, that's why there's so many inquiries at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's delayed settlements available. There's so many options. Yeah, options you know, yeah. we, we've got sellers who don't want to move till mid-January. So keep put the Christmas tree up and, and, and get ready to move. So. But, but I do have one story, though, that I would love to share, and it's yes. a property management one. For eight months now, we've been running our tenants of the month mm-hmm. at Richmond. And this particular person who, who's actually had their award not for this, the month of September won it yesterday, but their landlord actually nominated them as well. Yeah. And so the, the, the property manager had also nominated them, but the landlord actually saw in our newsletter that we run the tenant of the month and actually came and said, look, I would like to nominate my own tenants. 
Um, so yesterday when we had the presentation in the office, the landlord herself turned up as well. Oh, wow. And it gave those tenants such a great buzz because, I mean, they had 10 of our team standing there with yeah. them. They, they got a box of chocolates and an umbrella and a, a certificate and a food voucher for winning tenant of the month. And they said, we're just awed. Of all your tenants, we won it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've had a lot of good feedback from our tenants, but a lot of feedback from our landlords. Yeah. To the stage that I'm, I'm pretty sure when we have our tenant of the year competition, we might be having to look at the tenant of the year nominated by the landlord as well. So we might have to have two, two this year. But um, And it's just interesting of how it's changed now because this is our second month of having tenants get their photo on social media for their lease buy sign as well. Yeah. And I did have a member of the public ring me and ask me why I was doing such a stupid idea and why would I consider that? Yeah. And the thing I did say is, I, I don't know, if you could never buy a house, isn't it still fair that you get to have that win of, I've just leased yeah. our first property or you're a young couple who've moved out of home and the buzz they get from it and the calls we're getting. Yeah. I mean, someone contacted our office the other day and said, we'd like to rent a property from you because you make a fuss over your tenants. So, you know, we always say today's tenants are tomorrow's buyers yes, yeah. and landlords and sellers. And I think everyone deserves to be treated equal. And I I, I can't believe the, the, the rap and the reputation it's getting our office just because we're treating people equal. That's yeah. nice. So it's been That's such a, a great story. effort. So. Yeah. It's a beautiful story and it doesn't matter how many good things you do in life you know angry people will find a way to be angry about what you're doing and stupid people will find a way of asking stupid questions <laughs> don't worry about them <laughs> just keep looking after your tenants because when you get your tenants to have pride and take a picture like this they actually look after the property for their landlords even better you know and because pride engenders pride and and it keeps on going it's it's like a wave now i'm gonna end on two things all right and the first thing is Penrith just lost the NRL Premiership. <laughs> How was your little uh, suburb? <laughs> Did you notice anything different? Uh, were people like jumping out of windows on, from, uh, no. from the, from the, the ground after, floor? It was pretty quiet. It was a good, like the couple of days before, it was yeah. a lot of energy. Like a lot of the local shops had their shops decorated in yeah. support. And there was a parade and everything. But yeah, I think we're all hoping for a win. But it was a good game to watch that yeah, last half. Yeah, that was an amazing half. game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, I yeah. know, I know. Oh, well, so uh, Penrith Price hasn't really moved up yet. <laughs> no, no. no change. <laughs> and, 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 and the last thing is about your area. They, um, not so long ago, you, you took me out, Steve, Stephen, to a, a nice restaurant in your area. And, and I have to say, your area is starting to get a huge um, collections of, of great restaurants. Mm -hmm. A bit boutique-y now. Yes. It's starting to... And, and, you know, I think the businesses as well, the, a lot of the existing ones there... COVID forced them to change what they were doing. So even some of those have gone from being a, a big restaurant who could have housed 60 or 80 people mm -hmm. to now having 20 or 30 people. And they're doing just as well. They are, yeah. You know, when I'm talking to these people, they're going, you know what, I, we, it's sad we can't have the staff we used to have and we can't have the number of people, but we're doing really well. Mm -hmm. and, and because of the change of the demography of the people, you know, you've got the little, and, and, and I'm happy to say we went to dinner at the Cook's Co-op out there at Lower Portland, and it's just this restaurant in a shed. But they have guest chefs, the chef's awesome that's there, and it wasn't expensive, but it was boutique -y. It was uh, something we'd never gone and done, and I just think it's that's the change of an area and how that things can 
as people change, they see the needs changing and they jump onto it. it, yeah. it it's, it's exciting. Oh, well, thank you very much for today, guys. Thank, thank you. you. And girl. See, anyway. you. Thanks. see you next month. <laughs> see you next month. Bye. Bye.